Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. This is the podcast dedicated to providing meaningful support to find great careers faster. We're coming to you from the Rose City in the Pacific Northwest. That would be the city of Portland. Yes, sir. And today on Job Seekers Radio, we're talking about finding the right fit for you. How do we find fit with our skills? That's a big question. Searching for something online and not seeing anything How do I find the right role and how do I know if it fits me? Exactly. I'm a unique person. I'm going to have a different set of skills and a different set of values. And in an online search, uh, I can really feel like the black sheep. I'm not necessarily seeing what other people might value. And I certainly won't know in an online search whether or not their values are actually lived within their organization. It, it, It can often be... How would you say it? Sterile? Absolutely. And, well, and sterile septic. or possibly even misleading. When you when you think about the websites for the organizations that you might be interested in being their version of social media, they're posting the good stuff. And it doesn't necessarily align automatically with what I have been doing. But with that said... If they are involved in the community in ways that I am involved in the community, then the chances start to increase that we're really looking at fit. It isn't so much about the job titles or the positions that you're looking for. Those are important. Uh, Certainly, as you are looking for jobs and they may be looking for new employees, it starts with the job title. The problem that you may have, though, is how do you get past the job title? And one company's job title might be different than another company's job title, but it's exactly the same job. Excellent point. Uh, And don't believe everything you read on the internet. There's plenty of things posted that may not even be real positions or they've already been filled. They just forgot to take down the posting. That happens. So really the, the process we're talking about here is how do you find fit for yourself? Not how is the company gonna send you the fit? We all have choices to make. We all have decisions to make. And when we're looking for work, especially when we're looking for work because we are unemployed, suddenly we feel as if you know we're in the seller's market. How do we make that shift? I need a job. I'm, I, I may have the attitude that I just need to take the next job that comes along. If you're truly desperate, Take the next job that comes along, but try to keep your eye on how you fit, how you align with the organization's culture. Do a personal SWOT analysis. Look at, do an evaluation of yourself and your strengths and decide who am I? What are my strengths and what do I have that I can bring to the table? This is a a natural process. It is. Um, The unnatural process is to say the company is offering me this. I need to make sure that I meet what they want. Not that that isn't a bad strategy. It only works if they line up. Right. uh, And they don't always line up. So don't be surprised when somebody contacts you about work you just choose not to do. Great point. Uh, Just to back up one step, SWAT is strengths, weakness, opportunities, and threats. And that's a two-part analysis. It's generally used in sales and marketing organizations um, or departments. The idea is you want to look internally at what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? What strengths do I have? What are my areas of opportunity that may not be as strong as another candidate's? 
And as you prepare those ideas for your next conversation, whether that's in a networking group or in an interview, you want to focus on your strengths. It's not that you're going to try to hide your weaknesses. It's just we build and grow more effectively when we're working on our strengths. Um, the external part is the opportunity and threats. So in other words, what am I seeing in the marketplace, whether that's other candidates or perhaps there are a lot of job openings in this um, in my field, or maybe there aren't very many at all. These all play into what's happening outside of my ability. So where am I better than my competition? Where are they better than me? Um, focus as you talk to people, focus on how you excel. And now you're looking at the bigger picture in terms of what's happening and where you fit into it. I also encourage people to leverage LinkedIn. It's an exceptional database of skill sets and people and finding the people on LinkedIn that have similar skills and titles is actually a great way to find firsthand knowledge. Uh, and the reason that we network is that we want to network with people that have similar skills or interests to us uh, so that we can then um, find out where's the industry going. And we, we get firsthand information versus what we read on the internet. Great um, point. So the, the idea here is that we use LinkedIn as kind of like the white pages. And when people. you see someone's profile that they have said something that that is basically the same thing as one of your skills or um, areas of expertise and you like their verbiage better, use it. Mm -hmm. It's not copyrighted. Use it. There are also, as you mentioned before, there are differences in titles from one company to another. So don't get hung up on the titles. If it fits, study what that person has done. Or if they, if you're looking at the, the open uh, positions tab in LinkedIn, look at the, the job duties under the title to ensure that what they are putting on that title is the same as yours. In a lot of cases, they will be different, but that really opens your mind to other things that maybe you haven't listed on your own profile. The other thing to think about is getting some outside help. If you don't know what your strengths are or you feel like you have strengths, but you really don't know how to articulate them well, it's not a bad idea to get um, some assessments done. Um, there's several of them out there. Uh, we've talked about them before. There's uh, Strengths Finder. There's Standout. There's um, uh, Myers Briggs. There's all these different um, assessments that you can leverage to get a better picture of what your strengths are. I uh, am actually certified in DISC, and there are a lot of different brands of DISC out there, which is a styles preference as opposed to um, um, a personality uh, assessment. There are free websites that offer free assessments out there. They're not as deep. They're not supposed to be, but they give you an idea of what the differences can be. And if you have the ability to hire a coach, do that. Getting that outside perspective can really help you to find your blind spots and actually speak articulately about those areas that perhaps you hadn't thought about before. Books. Books are another good resource. You could go to the library and find all kinds of books on your area of interest, whether that's marketing or sales or training or engineering or what have you, to find out what sort of skills uh, that domain 
um, requires. Absolutely. Uh, and libraries are a great resource for any periodicals. We talked about the business journal before. Any periodicals that you don't want to subscribe to because it's expensive, the chances are pretty good your local library will have a copy. And if they don't, you can often request that they subscribe. Another good resource is the Department of Labor. They have put together a website called ONET. I'll put that link in the resources in the show notes. I think it's onetonline.gov or something. Anyway, I will put that link in the show notes. And what this is, is you can type in either a series of skills that you think you have, or you can type in a job title if you don't know whether or not you have those skills and it's really something you're stretching for. Um, and it'll tell you whether that's a high demand or low demand profession. It'll tell you what skills are required. What does the education look like? It is a really exceptional way to get some keywords that you could use either in your resume or on LinkedIn or in your conversations with people. Uh, to help you refine your messaging. Something that we want to encourage everyone to do is to really think about the things that you liked and didn't like about your prior jobs. Be ready to speak to the things that you like and watch for the things that you don't. The habit is for us to get right into a job that we've already done and we bring with us all the same issues that we had in our previous positions. We can do a better job individually many times about choosing the organizations that do a better job in leading. So be aware of those as well. Well, we know why people do that. It's the path of least resistance. Right. You know, you know what you we, already know. You know, it's a linear search. It's, it, it, it is the easiest way for me to get back to work. And um, don't overlook that you have a choice. You have a choice to do what you had done or do something different. Uh, you also have a choice on which of the opportunities you, you select. Um, to, in today's market, the unemployment rate is relatively low. That doesn't mean there isn't competition, but there is going to be more choices than in a market where it, it's not it's high unemployment. You're going to have, have a lot more uh, issues to deal with there. Exactly. And don't be afraid to really go after the companies uh, or organizations that align with your sense of purpose or your values. You may be in a position where you feel desperate. You need to get the first job that comes along, but don't stop looking for the jobs that you really want and go after those harder than just the entry-level positions that will just bring in a paycheck. You will be so much happier if you can land the one that you actually wanted in the first place. The rearview mirror look at the jobs that you've had and, and documenting the ones, the things that you liked and the things that you didn't could also be a good opportunity for you to do reflection on the corporate culture. What was your management like? Did you um, have opportunities to freely exercise um, different things that are important to you? Uh, did you have opportunities for learning? Is their purpose in alignment with your purpose? This is a great setup for your interview. Wherever you interview, if you know what you are looking for, these are questions to ask them. One of the pieces of advice that I was given early on in my uh, job seekers group career, if you will, was the idea of never finish uh, an interview without having questions prepared for them. Now, of course, you're going to be asking questions during an interview, whether that's an informational interview or an actual job interview. You're going to be asking questions of them to help your understanding in the first place. But be sure that you have some questions that you ask at the end. One, it shows that you're prepared. Two, it's what professionals do. So as you're looking at these 
traits or or leadership skills that you know you respond well to, there are some questions based on that those issues right there that you can ask, how do you lead in this area? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it that you do to recognize talent or uh, a strong performance? Whatever it is that you value, when you ask questions about it, you really are honing those skills and finding alignment. And you may not wait till the end of the interview to ask those questions. You might insert them throughout the interview to make it a little more conversational. And maybe that's a topic for a, we can, a podcast episode in itself is we can work prepping, prepping for an interview. You also have to rely, in this case, on your intuition, your gut feel, and any vibes you're getting from the hiring team. Don't ignore them. Yeah. How they're treating you during the hiring process may or may not be related to how they're going to treat you on the job. But look at more what they do versus what they say. Uh, there's a the, the story that I won't go into because it's too long here. But the story that, that tells of the interview process where we all hear about people being interviewed and they're much better in the interview than in real person. Well, the same can be true of the employer. Don't forget that as you're talking to people inside the organizations you're, you're targeting. And as you go into these organizations, um, make sure that you validate what you think to be true with a question versus making a bold statement. You might be going into this thing thinking their, their website says they're this way and you make a statement that way and they say, well, no, it's actually this way. Um, so just make sure anything that you assume that they have, that you validate that with, um, with any kind of questions that would help you make sure that, that what you heard through the grapevine is actually true. The other part of that is if you are networking or interviewing or somehow getting into an organization that has a website and they hopefully have listed somewhere on their site what their organization's values are, be sure you know, you know that before you go into your conversation and refer back to them. This tells them a couple of things. First of all, that you've done your research and that you're capable of doing research and knowing what you're talking about. But also, it gives you a lens now to look at their behaviors. Do they actually do what they say they value? Because if they don't, your caution flag should be flying. That's called integrity. So either they have integrity in the marketplace or they don't. Uh, However, companies can change. So what you've read in the business journal or, or something that you've seen in the newspaper or on the internet or even from a good friend that used to work there, as soon as that person is gone or the leadership has changed, that organization has changed. And just, so just don't make any assumptions. And then when they hire you, guess what? The organization has changed again again. because you're part of it. That's right. Um, So just make sure you validate your assumptions. And if you're going into something that you know might be challenging, do so knowing that you may be the person to change what's going on there. If if that's your your character or what you're seeking. The idea about fit, though, is to make sure that you get um, constantly are looking for something that's a better fit. Uh, often we go in and we just say, we're going to take the job that we want or, or, or no, excuse me, we're going to just take a job because we need a job. I, I, we've, uh, both you and I have had survival jobs. So I know what that's like working in a job that I hated, but I needed the money. So, you know, right. uh, it's one of those things that I wish I would have just continually been always looking and always having in the back of my mind something that I thought was better. And so the uh, question I would have for you is what would get you 
to leave where you are for something better. I remember years ago, uh, my boss received a, a postcard from a, a job placement company, a headhunter company. And on the, the face of it, it says, show your company how valuable you are. And you turn it over and it says, leave. <laughs> so if you keep that in mind, if I left this job or if somebody else did, what comes next? Here's an opportunity to start processing in your mind where that fit really is. And to to your point, Andrew, it's vital that you look at behaviors, not words. Excellent. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Job Seekers Radio. If you missed any portion of the show, you could certainly rewind it, or you can grab the show notes at jobseekersradio.com forward slash 008. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. Your investment of time and attention is greatly appreciated. Head over to iTunes and subscribe to get future episodes. While you're there, would you provide a, a rate and review on this podcast and share it with somebody you think might find it useful? Yeah, th this information from you is really helpful to us. We also have a spot on our website. If you have any questions that you'd like us to cover in a future episode, please don't hesitate to reach out through the contact form on the website. Give us some ideas. Yeah. This is Andrew. I'm Scott. We'll see you next time on Job Seekers Radio. Thanks, everybody.